One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Honeys, hello. Welcome to this episode of Natch Butte. I'm popping on at the beginning to just do a little bit of an explainer. Lately, I've been having such a good time interviewing close friends of mine on Natch Butte, which originally was the entire theme of the show. So, of course, the joy in my heart is swelling with every one of these episodes, and today is no exception. My guest today is a dear friend of mine, Laura Yunkin. We've known each other since, I believe, fifth grade, and... We have so much fun together. In fact, we gab so much. I originally had Laura on because Laura has been working on my house. She's been helping me design and style my home. And so many of y'all had questions about my house. So I said, I have to have Laura on. We don't even get to design on this episode. I'm just going to be dead honest with y'all. We don't. Half of the episode, we discuss high school and our past and our hometown and what we were like in high school. In the second half of the episode, we talk about pregnancy stuff. So I had to get on here and just let you know that. Two things. One, the song I do in this episode was extremely difficult and out of my range. And I decided to put the live version that was an epic fail at the end of the episode. And it sounds really screechy and horrible. So if you don't want to hear that, turn the episode off as soon as you hear the instrumental theme music at the end. And another thing I wanted to warn everybody about was that in this episode, we do discuss infertility, we discuss pregnancy loss, we discuss IVF treatments, anything involving a pregnancy and the pregnancy journey. So I wanted to let everybody know that because I know some honeys have a really hard time with that topic and I obviously don't want to upset anyone. So it's hard for me to give you a timestamp. So here's what I'm going to say. Half the episode, we're discussing high school. Half the episode, we start discussing pregnancy. Laura and I got pregnant at the exact same time, but in very different ways, which we discuss. And she's so very candidly and with so much care and so much experience really gets into. And I find it very helpful, very inspiring, and very brave that she shared all this with us. But I do know at the same time, it might be hard for some honeys to hear. So what I'm going to tell you is that we talk about how she really helped me with my pregnancy when I initially found out. I say, you got me the Emily Oster book and you told me to buy Blood Builder Minis, which are these little iron pills. As soon as I say that, just know that we're going to start getting into the nitty gritty. And now you know. Without further ado, please enjoy this episode, and I will say that next week is a two-parter, so you will finally hear design questions from Laura, and then there's even going to be a mini, perhaps two minis, with more design questions after that, because there was so much to discuss, y'all. There was so much to discuss. I absolutely love these conversations. Laura is one of my favorite people on the whole planet, and I know y'all are going to agree with me, too. Please enjoy. This week's Natch Butte. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, 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 oh
Welcome everybody to Nashville. Welcome. Welcome everybody to Nashville, the beauty comedy podcast where we laugh, we cry, and we cream. Oh, I feel like I've already done all three of those. <laughs> Just in the last five I know, minutes. it's only been two minutes, 45 seconds. I've already laughed, cried, and creamed. Welcome to Nashville. You are beautiful today. I am your host and your guy, Jackie J, also known as the Beauty Talk Shock Shock, your queen of creams, host of the most serums, your freshest friends on the West Coast, your favorite over 30 niche influencer, your cookie southern aunt. Welcome to Nashville. Now, I chose this song. Because Jessica Simpson, fellow Dallas gal, to be exact, Richardson, I believe. Yeah, and Waco. Yes. So both. Oh. Yeah. So I chose this today because my guest is a fellow Dallas gal. A fellow Waco Dallas gal that needs to silence her phone. (laughs) She's into mad. I had a guest one time. There was 75 dings. I'm sorry. I just turned it off. But it was an important person, and I felt awkward asking her to turn them off. And some of them I edited out, some of them so I didn't. you did. don't feel awkward telling me to turn I don't. No, I can be honest. <laughs> Thank you. My guest today, uh, not only is she a Dallas gal, but she is a dear friend. And I know I say that on Ashbue pretty often, but for real, I mean it this time. Other than my sister, this is the guest that has known me the longest. Mm -hmm. A true tastemaker in my life for many years. I know y'all know that I'm the over 30 influencer. She is the influencer behind the influencer. This woman with me today picked my wedding dress, told me about Pod Paracha Sapphires, taught me how to reach for the things I deserve in life. And when she sends me a link to a lamp and says, buy it, guess what? I buy the lamp. She buys it. I listen. You're good. We have been friends through so much. We've known each other since elementary school. Mm-hmm. Through the twists and turns of life, she has now been the person who has designed my home. <laughs> we are sitting in the Nazareth studio right now that she designed. She is powerful. So many of you asked about my house, and I thought now is the time now is the time to bring this person onto Nashville. But not only is she the person who taste maked my whole life, but she is also an entertainment producer, a writer, creative consultant, and a former Disney Imagineer. One of the classiest, most well-spoken, inspiring women I know. And y'all get to know her too. You're welcome. Please welcome Laura Yunkin. Hi, Jackie. That wow. was really nice. Thanks. I'm really, I was like tearing up writing that earlier. And I know we're both like hormonal pregnant ladies. Spoiler alert, we're both pregnant. We're one week apart. Yeah. Which is insane. Insane. Can you imagine if we, if like our 10th grade U.S. history teacher who had to separate us? Miss Pascara? Yeah, we talked too much. <laughs> we told her, we're like, hey, now we're pregnant and having babies in the same week. Oh, what a nightmare. I wonder where Mrs. P is today. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. We, we wish her well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Welcome, Lord and Ashview. Thanks, Jackie. It's yeah. nice to be here. Yeah, thanks for I'm honored. Thanks for being here. We're podcasting for four. Yeah, we totally are. Which is exciting. I ask every guest this question: What type of skin do you have? <sighs> Troublesome. Mm-hmm. It's changed because pregnancy skin is different than yeah. what my skin was before. Lifelong hormonal acne sufferer. Mm-hmm. I think we both dealt with that. Yep. It's high school, college. Mm-hmm. Finally did the Accutane in my 20s. You went to my doctor. I did. Mm-hmm. You're right. You got me all set up. It was 
life changing. Yep. No, I've always had problematic skin and it's plagued me my whole life. Yeah. And then I finally kind of got under control for a few years. And then when I went off the pill in 2019, it like came back with a vengeance yeah. and I had to kind of re do my hormones. Yep. Then I went through IVF and yep. that messed with my skin. And now I'm pregnant. Yeah. And that is a whole different thing. Yeah. So ask me again next year. Okay. How my skin is doing. I'm excited for the um, answer. Some of the things that you have helped me with long before Natch Butte even have, have really helped me to look better and feel better about my face. Well, we'll, we'll get into that okay. when we go through the, the routine. Okay. So let's hope that, that that's... Yeah. Six I'm out of all the weird things that keep happening to me and you and I text each other literally all day going, day. Hey, is your this doing this? Is yeah. your this doing that? I'm lucky that I haven't gotten the hormonal acne mm. issue. I have gotten some discoloration, but I already had it. So I don't really think it might just be the way it is being 37. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm kind of, sometimes I wonder maybe because we're over 35 and we're what they call geriatric yeah. pregnancies. Advanced maternal age. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That. I got a facial yesterday actually. Oh. And I'm not having the big cystic hormonal acne. I'm just really struggling with congestion. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But my skin is dry for the first time. Wow. I used to be a grease pit. Yeah. Yeah. And now my skin is dry. I'm dry as fuck. And you know what I miss? Everyone's like, oh, do you miss drinking? Do you miss sushi? Yes, of course. You know what I miss? Retinol. Retin and yeah. Botox. Oh, yeah. Big time. I'm like counting down the hours. I'm like, is it okay to just breastfeed for three months so I can get the Botox back? Because <laughs> I get it in my jaw yeah. in addition to my forehead. It makes my forehead feel good. But for me, it's... I clench my teeth at night and grind yeah. my teeth and getting that masseter Botox in my jaw just saves me. Yeah. And I can't wait to get that again. Yeah. Well, buckle up. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Buckle up. God. Okay. Bucko. <laughs> buckle up, bucko. Next question everybody gets. First beauty product you ever bought or used? I ever. What? For myself? Yeah. Go back in time. What was it? I don't know because I was raised in a beauty yes. household. Yes. And so I was indoctrinated into the Mary Kay tribe yes. in Dallas at a very young age. That, that's probably the answer. It was probably a Mary Kay cream or cleanser or something. I mean, my mom got all that stuff from me. But you know what sticks out to me is something I heard about in middle school that I read in, I think, Teen Magazine or something that I was like, I have to have this, is that horrific St. Ives apricot Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I have to have this mom. It's so bad. It's awful. And they still make it and people still buy it. No way. Yeah. It's the little apricot pieces are so harsh that they literally cut open your skin. That was terrible. Yeah. But it feels good though. If you like a good I mean, grit. Like yeah. <laughs> it feels felt amazing. Yeah. It is fun, but nope. I think, listen, I grew up in like the Texas pageant dance competition world. So they were putting makeup on me. At a very yes. young age. Of course, this is pre the creepy pageant phase. I just mm -hmm. want to say I didn't wear like the fake teeth and those frilly dresses. It was more like, here's a I nice. I did. You did? I'm just kidding. Oh. Fake teeth on children? Yeah, like flippers. Remember when like toddlers God. and tiaras? Yeah, that horrified me. No, this is pre that. But yeah, makeup at a very early age. And you know, my signature thing is red lipstick at a yes. very early, yes. very early age. Maybe that's it. A Mary Kay Red. Yeah, that probably yeah. is it. Let's go with that. Okay. Your bonus warm-up question, favorite food from our hometown of Garland, Texas. What is our favorite hometown food? I know that when you go home, 
you make it a point to hit every point. I do. I do. Yeah. For me, I'll just answer first. It's those kolaches from yeah. across the street of our high school. Yeah. What's that bakery even called? I don't even know. It's not the, there anymore, the is it? The little donut place? Yeah, yeah. The one we used to always go yes. to? Well, there were two. There's Donut Palace. The one across the street from the parking lot with the kolaches and the donuts. Next to the tanning place we all went to. Oh, that's to. Donut Palace. It's donut still Palace. open. And <gasps> I went three weeks ago when I was in Dallas. <gasps> I drove all the way to South Garland oh. just to go get... How was it? Delicious. Oh, Yeah. Perfect. Those kolaches, you know, I don't eat meat, but that's one thing oh, they have honey. not been able to figure out in the vegan world is this the the salty sausage with I the know. cheese and the flaky. It was so good. I would get that every morning with donuts. Oh, what a nasty breakfast. Remember when you used to pick me up in the convertible to drive yeah. to school? Yeah, yeah. And we would stop there. Yep. Yeah, it's the same family still owns <gasps> it, that their grandson runs it. Oh, wow. He's my bud. Yeah. I had... A blueberry donut, which mm-hmm. they do better than anyone in the world, and yeah, I've yeah. tried them all over the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. Donut holes with sprinkles and chocolate frosting. Yeah, on yeah. Them. Kolache. Yeah. Something else, like a cinnamon twist or something. We're gonna we, make everybody hungry. Up. It was delicious. Yeah. But it's that for me. It's Whataburger, of yeah, course, yeah. Mm-hmm. and Tex-Mex. I also miss Taco Cabana. I'm sure oh, it's yeah. bad, but I used to think it was so good. It's delicious. Yeah, Taco C, baby. No, honey, there's nothing better than that drive through yeah. some tortillas and queso at 2 o'clock oh. in the morning. I used to barely... You know that <laughs> that David Hasselhoff clip where he's on the ground eating the hamburger? And his, <laughs> that was me with the queso and the tortillas all through college. Yeah, because what's I better couldn't, than that? I was like, I can't even walk. But I'm eating these damn tortillas. I know, because in Austin and Waco, we had one right on campus. Oh, yeah. MLK Boulevard, baby. Taco Cabana in Austin. Stumble out of the bar, stumble out of the party. I... They didn't give a fuck if we, as long as you were coherent enough to order. Yeah. I saw people in there with no shoes on, no pants on. <laughs> I mean, they didn't give a fuck. We came home with a cat one time. <laughs> I can't remember which friend it was. One of my friends. Oh. Like a cat jumped, a stray cat jumped yeah. in the car that had been living at Taco C and... You just like, adopted hey, it and brought it you're home. You're the Taco Cabana cat. I was mortified. Yeah. I think I was like, no, this cat can't go in my car. Yeah. So you're going to have to find someone else to take you home. Yeah. Because no cats in Did the- y'all name him Taco Cat Banna? Honestly, I've blocked it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. Or maybe there's just been a lot that's happened. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Taco Cabana. So it's still great. I can attest. Okay. But I miss that Texas food. When I go yeah. home, it's all I do is just I gotta hit yes. the spots. Yeah. Because we just don't have that here. I don't do any of that. No. Because I don't eat any. I of learned that. how to make pretty authentic white chicken, like sour cream enchiladas, the Tex Mex way. Mm-hmm. And I've tested them on a few local LA Texans, and yeah. everyone's like, oh my God, this is the best enchilada I've had. Tex Mex hits different. It does. And they don't. Have you been to home state? Yeah, but it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Bless Everyone, her. Everyone's like, oh, it's the best. And I'm like, it's cute. It's yeah. Del- it hits a spot. Yeah. But for me, it's not authentic yes. Tex-Mex enough. A few years ago, before I was vegan and just vegetarian, I did take my ex to CeCe's Pizza <gasps> because oh I remember God. just loading oh, yeah. up. We used to compete for like $3. Who could, yeah, who could eat the most CeCe's, slices. Yeah. yeah. And I was vastly disappointed. I mean, it. Of course, it's yeah. it's very mediocre food. But when you're little, you don't know. Yeah, and also like after every softball game, we would go to CC's over on like Northwest Highway in Saturn. 
Mm-hmm. And there was nothing better than that pizza buffet. Dylan, yes. my husband also didn't grow up in Texas, so he doesn't know about these things. And I swear I ask him once a year, have you ever been to a CeCe's Pizza? Yeah. And he's like, no, you've asked ben me Ben never has either. So the, it didn't I, hit the East Coast. I don't think we need to take them. No, no. It, we were very shocked at how bad it was. Yeah, it's bad. But man, wasn't it cheap. Good. No wonder my parents dropped me there every fucking day. Like, <laughs> like here's $2 to go stuff your freaking face. Those were the days. Those were the days. Shout out to CeCe's Pizza. Okay, last question. This okay. is Natch Butte. And yes, the warm-up questions take 15 minutes. It is Natch Butte, and that's okay. what we do. This is Natch Butte. We celebrate a natural beauty. What is the most beautiful thing about you? You know what I'm going to say. Your hair. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Laura has amazing hair. My mom always reminds me that it's my one and only asset. Thanks, <laughs> Debbie. When I cut my hair really short that one time and I came home for Christmas, I hadn't told her. I got like a bob, cut it to my chin. I've always had really long hair. She was just, she started screaming. She cried. Your only asset. It's like that scene in Little Women when they cut off all of Joe's hair, you know, to like buy Marmy a train ticket. Oh my God. It was just like that. Yeah. Except I didn't get any money for my hair. Yeah. Yeah. I would say my hair, but I don't know. You know what's kind of interesting in pregnancy? is the first time where I really, we talked about this the other day, I really don't feel like I'm at war with myself. Mm -hmm. Like I feel really comfortable right now with the way I look and the way I feel about the way I look because my body's doing something really Mm -hmm. impressive and powerful. Mm -hmm. I worked really, really hard to be able to do this. And I feel so proud of myself that it's completely changed my relationship with how I feel about the way I look. Oh, so I hope that that powerful. is like a positive thing from pregnancy that I will take forward. Yes, I feel like you will. I hope I will. My sister said, each kid you have, the less fucks you give. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I have yeah. maybe one left. Yeah, yeah. So it's changed me quite a bit. But it also makes me feel really centered and grounded and not so concerned about having to keep up with whatever. Man, I, I hope I catch that. I can give it to you. Yeah. I hope I catch that. I've been having a rough go. Yeah. I, I knew I would. You knew it was I, know. I knew it was gonna I be know. hard for me. But I'm feeling pretty good these days. God, I think you look fabulous. Thank you. I mean, it's part of it. It's part of it. Our bodies change. Yes. But I don't know. I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh wow, God, that's a big thing there in yeah. the front. Yeah, yeah. It's fun though, and it's very it's very goddess esque. It does. I feel and I feel really like I'm connected to all other women, honestly, all people, because who would, we wouldn't be here if somebody didn't go through this. And that's right. what I keep thinking. I'm like, every person we see walking around, someone did this to get them here. Yeah. And bless your mom. You were number yes. two. I don't want to yes. do this again. Yes. Just saying. Yes. I mean, you never say never, but yeah. not right now. Yeah. Not I feel the same. It. I feel the same but way. But yeah, I feel, I, so yes, my hair, I love my hair. Yes. You guys used to make fun of me all yes. the time for that one time yes. that I said that I love the color of my hair. Yes. But we were all little twats back then. <laughs> we really yeah, were. Yeah. I mean, that was rude. We should have said, yes, girl, your hair's amazing. Go yeah. off queen. I mean, you guys did kind of say that yeah. also, yeah. but there was also like, okay, Laura. Well, no, the, the, the <laughs> we reason know you love your hair. it was the way you said it. it you go, I love uh, the color of my well, hair. Somebody said, why don't you get some highlights? Because everyone was getting them and Chunky it's like highlights. Imagine somebody not wanting to change something about themselves. What and a I concept. Like, no, I love the color of my yes. hair. And you guys were like, Oh God. The other day I put on my Instagram. I love the color of my hair. I remember you. DM me, you're like, uh, stealing my lines yeah, much? Much? Yeah. You're welcome. But it's okay. I have been 
the influencer behind the influencer yeah, for a very long time. Years. Yeah. I'm very comfortable with that. Role. Yes. Yeah. It might take me 20 years, but I will take your catchphrase. That's fine. Okay, Laura, we have a lot to cover. This is probably going to be a part two. What what I've decided is, I think in the moment what I'm going to do, we have a lot of design questions and we have a lot of getting to know you questions that I've written. So I think we're going to do half and half to keep it fresh. Okay. So we'll do do a couple Laura Youngkin questions (laughs) and then we'll do some design. And the next ep... We, it'll maybe it'll be a mini we don't know how long we're gonna gab we're pregnant we have to pee a lot we'll see then we'll do a couple na- laura questions and some more design questions it'll be a little <laughs> hodgepodge if Let's you will okay oh, yeah. hey dave yeah randy since we founded bombas we've always said our socks underwear and t-shirts are super soft any new ideas maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy wait what i got it bombas Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Oh, yeah. So the first question I have is high school, I'm going to say us, Versus present day us. You've known me for so long. Yeah. Most of the people listening to this show are big Jackie J fans. Fair to say. Fair. They tune in to hear me and what I'm up to. Me too. You know, they love a cream and whatnot, but they really have enjoyed the evolution of me over the past five years. Now, you've seen the evolution of me forever. So really, really go in right now. Okay. Tell everybody like what I used to be like. Because I feel I was the same, but opposite in many ways. First of all, I was a Republican. Well, we won't even get into that, but they already know that. Less. Let's not even go there. We don't even need to go there. We were products of our environment, and we did the best we we can. I'm very proud of us both. That we... How far we've evolved. Yes, yes. High School Jackie was like really similar in the sense that super funny, obviously voted most witty every year. Really funny really sociable, really involved actually mm-hmm. in school spirit and yep. student yep. council. Yep. Like when yep. I, when I close my eyes and picture high school Jackie, I see super low rise jeans yep. Yep. with that grommet belt from American Eagle that we all had mm-hmm. and like a student council t-shirt mm-hmm. that was like two sizes too small for yep. you. And yep. you're always getting in trouble for like your midriff showing. Yes. yes. And so you were constantly having to wear like a spaghetti strap shirt underneath yes. the t-shirt because your torso so long. Yeah. I can't help it that I have a long torso and that low rise jeans were in. Yeah. Principal. <laughs> so there was Dr. LeMaster. There was that. You had some interesting hair color choices mm-hmm, going mm-hmm. on. Your eyebrows were. Horrible. It's fine. Really bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really They're over. They're bad. How did anyone let that happen? I don't know. I'm, I'm so mad. But remember how I was always trying to be like, Jackie, use this blush. Jackie, use this yeah. makeup. Jackie, yeah, yeah. put this lip gloss on. My makeup was horrible. But you were really super involved. Of course, extremely popular. Not shocking there. And you hear that, everyone? That was my peak. <laughs> <laughs> was that all of us? We peaked in like 2002. <laughs> Maybe. But what a year to peak, though. If you're going to pick time. a year, that's the year to peak. It was a great time. Yes. You- no Instagram. It was fabulous. That was great. Yes. We didn't have to worry about any of that. All I, I was still worried about AOL and Messenger, that away was, messages. Yeah, that was like that the was Instagram the trauma of our day. You were fun and you <laughs> made me laugh so much that we just used to get in trouble in every class. Yeah. And some teachers wouldn't let us sit together because you could crack me up and just get me going and I could not stop. 
giggling yeah. or laughing. We had so many nights of we were supposed to be studying, we were supposed to be doing work, and we would end up like acting out a play or like just. Oh, yeah. We were theater kid we nerds. We were theater nerds. And we also were vandals. Yes. Oh, wow. Wow. I didn't even. Wow. We were vandals. I didn't even think that was going to come up. Oh, we don't have to go into it if you don't want to. Well, we're white privileged women and living in a suburbial area. Like we would steal Christmas decorations from people's yards and mix them up. And like we thought we were so funny. We got into really got into lawn flamingos for Uh a while. Remember? Well, that was a school. It was a school thing. But we. Um, would steal people's lawn flamingos yeah, yeah. and then put them in the trunk of the Sebring. Yeah. And then we My would drive, yeah, we would drive around and bomb people's houses with. I had flamingos. a Chrysler Sebring convertible, like from the movie Jawbreaker. It was gold. The one that Rose McGowan drove. Yes. Yes. It was fun. I completely blocked all that out, but I'm happy we brought it up. It just, this is what hometown, yeah. small town, mid 2000s kids did. Also, we didn't have sex. We weren't doing no, drugs. This is what we this did. This is not Euphoria High School. Yes. I watched these shows now. I've watched one episode of yeah. Euphoria and was like, oh, I'm scandalized. Well, how can these children do this? Just, you know, mo- that's how most people feel. Okay. Most people are like, what? This was high, high school, school. I mean, the most scandalous party from our high school was our graduation party. Yeah. That was in a field um, that you helped coordinate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, We didn't drink, really. We didn't really do anything bad. And so our way of acting out or rebelling was driving around South Garland and honking. So stupid. Maybe toilet papering somebody's house. Oh, yeah. We used um, to do that. Stealing people. And I won't lie to you. It was fun. Oh, so fun. Yeah. Remember do people we, steal toilet paper? I feel I like now there's so. ring cameras and you can't. No, all the, I mean, think about all the stuff we used to do. We could never do it now. Yeah, you would be on camera. Yeah, I also think that toilet paper in people's houses is not very sustainable. No, it's wasteful. So probably during COVID, especially. Oh, I doubt can you people, imagine? No, can if you, somebody during COVID toilet papered homes, yeah. I would be ripping it off and Her, using it. Yeah, horrendous. Yes, but that's how we acted out yes. because we were frankly good. pretty good yes. kids. We were so bad yeah, with we our toilet papering. <laughs> just staying out too late, I think, Yeah, was like something we did. We just drove around listening to the Outcast CD. Yeah, you, oh, that was the best. Jackie, yeah. I still have mix CDs that you made me because yeah. your mixes. I'm so sad that I gave all mine away a few years ago. My friend Shannon, I'm, I'm too scared to even text her because i know the answer is going to be i threw them out but a few years ago she was like you're going to throw out your whole cd book and i'm like what do i need it for i don't use cds she's like let me take them i had all my mixed cds from high school i still have a few yeah i still have a few from wow that's impressive one of my saddest things was when my high school car you know i drove it for a million years i drove it well into my career at disney here in la and I, it finally tanked, and I had to get rid of it. And it had a 10-disc CD player in the trunk. Do you remember that Mine thing? had that too, my Sebring. They could not get that CD player changer to come out. And I was like, take it off. Like, I have to yeah. have the CDs. And they were like, sorry, <gasps> you just sold us your car. Like, you can't. Oh. So I had to sacrifice <gasps> some of my CDs in that case. Oh. And two of them, I believe, were Jackie oh. Mixes. Because you introduced God bless me whoever got that car. To, like, rap and hip-hop music. Yeah. And yeah. then you also wrote a bunch of rap lyrics on a whiteboard that mm-hmm. I took to my college dorm. And I didn't want to erase them because I missed you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Jackie wrote this for me. And then now it's like it was stuck there forever. Like it's like permanently was stuck to that you whiteboard You still have forever. that whiteboard? Oh, I bet Debbie does. I wonder what horrible 
appropriation it was I like put on the whiteboard it was a whole thing about mo slob mo- on my knob no, or something no 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 it wasn't it wasn't scandals it was more like mo money mo problems okay situation. well that's appropriation yeah no yeah. that other yeah yeah we did sing that a lot but, yeah you know i was we didn't trying, know any better we know now it was so nice because you know i was forced to be in like church youth group all yeah. through high school and yeah. you were like my one friend who like I could rejected Jesus. Yeah, I could, <laughs> I could like cuss in the car when it felt just so exciting. But no. I remember our favorite song was the Hose Song by Ludacris. Oh yeah, we we were two virgins, <laughs> two virgins blasting "Use a Hoe" by Ludacris, drinking Sonic drinks. Oh yeah, constantly toilet papering homes. Yeah, that was his. That's our mood. That was. And what a time to be alive. Well. And the fashion from that time, mm-hmm. I mean... Horrific, but fabulous. But fabulous. I feel like I Laura really Youngkin peaked. was a American Eagle literal model. Yes. She literally would go in there and buy entire wardrobes at a time. <laughs> Ended up working there yeah, in college. Yeah. yeah. She So she was like the American Eagle poster child. Yeah. And you're in the yearbook. I am. Didn't I do that little etch of you, you did. with your outfit? You know, you did some kind of embarrassing stuff about with me. With your in toes. The, yeah, in yeah. the yearbook. I think there's also a picture of me either in junior or senior year sleeping mm. in a class. Well, here's Which what, I did a lot. Well, I'm, I apologize for that. That's okay. You're forgiven. But what I was trying to do, just so you know where I was coming from, because I was editor-in-chief of the yearbook senior year, mm-hmm. if there was ever a layout that needed a picture, I would just put one of my friends in yeah, it. Was so my best friends are like, every page. I know. The senior year yearbook, I'm like, wow. A hundred pictures. Every yeah. single spread. So I did put a photo of your toes in the yearbook. And at the time, I didn't think that could be painful for you. So I do apologize That's for that. That's okay. I my mean, mom calls you alien toe to this day. I know. Day. So do a lot to of To this people. day. That's I fun. bring you up and my mom goes, alien toe? <laughs> Yes, Laura Youngkin's second toe is longer than her big toe. I do have a second long toe, but you know, every time someone has seen it, every time I get a pedicure, someone tells me, you know, this means you're very powerful. Yes. I just go with it. Yes. And I have a little stump. I have stumpy Mm -hmm. toes. Even Ben, people have commented like, for the size of your foot, your toes are very short. Interesting. Yeah. So I got to, I got to work on my power. I guess so. Well, mine are extremely powerful. Yeah. And that's okay. We can't undo it now. No. But we had fun times. Yes. And we both worked really hard. And we were in theater together, mm-hmm. which was fun. Yep. Laura's an incredible actress. Thank you. And we had a good time. Yep. And you were very supportive. You came to all my drill team stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember when you didn't get student council president, I like threatened to burn the school down. Yeah. Um, that that set me up for the rejection that I would face daily as an adult. So I'm actually really grateful for it. I know that was a rough year, wasn't it? That was a tough time. But I yeah, was vice president, just so everybody knows. It was very fun being Jackie's best friend in high school. I'll just say that we were a good balance off of each other. Yes, and we had a really fun time. And I'm just grateful that we've stayed friends. Yes, but I was never going to let you out of it. Well, you're arguably my only high school friend in terms of closeness a hundred percent great so we both ended up out here which is crazy happy to wear the crown yes well great answer thorough answer we're already at half a damn hour this is what i'm talking about this is why more than one let's just we'll chat it out is your baby kicking you mine's kicking me a little bit yeah. yeah 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 it's exciting can we tell that story real quick which one about the pregnancy. Mm. So basically, and we'll talk about this. I guess we could talk about this now if you'd like. I want to. Laura was on a whole journey getting pregnant. Yeah. 
year years long. Yeah. And I would listen and hear about it. And I started being like, well, I got to start trying because mm-hmm. if I have a similar experience, then I'm going to have to really buckle up. And luckily, very grateful and lucky that getting pregnant was a lot quicker mm-hmm. for me. And you told me you were pregnant. You told me your implantation worked. Worked. And we were at the blinds place. This is like a week. Was this like a week later? Yeah. Yes. A week later, after I got my positive pregnancy test, Ben, Jackie, and I went to the custom fabric store. Yes, to pick out some drapes for my bedroom. Which look amazing. Oh my God. Did you see them? No, I haven't gone in yet. Oh my God. I can't wait. It's incredible. Good. It looks like a magazine in there. The fabric we chose was... It's incredible. They look... You're going to die. They look so good. I can't wait. Every time I go in there, I'm like... I know, it's because it's supposed to look like a hotel. It does. It looks fantastic. Oh, I met the brief. Okay, good. Okay, they look fabulous. So we go, we're in the fabric store. Yeah. And we're already kind of the loudest people in there. Yeah, and I found out the day before. Right. I took a pregnancy test the day before. And then Jackie comes in and she's got this look on her face. And I can always tell because she's really, frankly, not that good. She's a great yeah. actor, but not a great liar. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm an honest Abe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not good at like keeping like secrets. She yeah, yeah. Really wants to tell. So she had that well, look on her face. Well, you kept being like, oh, God, I feel horrible. Oh, oh yeah. yeah I'm I was feeling, sick. Yeah, I was not feeling good. And I was like, well, I have some news. Well, you were freaking out because remember you had that thing on your leg? Yes, my like, boil. I'm not going to get pregnant yes. this month because I have the boil. Yes, the boil. I and thought I was, the boil was going to fuck everything and up. I was like, Jackie. We, next month, we got this. Yes. It's going to be fine. Yes. And if you need to do something else, I'm here to help yes. you. you know, I believed in, in your ability. Yes. And then you came into the fabric store, and I'm like, okay, great. Here are the 27 fabrics to look at for yeah. the drapes. And you were like, uh, uh, I'm pregnant. And I just burst into tears. How like, insane. Un- uncontrollably crying. Of all the times to get pregnant. Same time. I know. It's really wild. You know, it's been awesome because we do text each other almost every day saying like is your baby kicking you in this weird yeah. way or like is your eye goopy or like is i mean everything weird stuff everything it's like clockwork i'm like i have this weird rash on my arm do you have a rash like just weird stuff's been going on yes. we've both had some yes. strange things happen yes but it's been so nice to be able to share that and to know that like there's somebody else close to me who can have empathy and understand like what I'm going through and vice versa. And also you're my friend and I love you and I want your home to be beautiful and I'm excited for your baby. And so it's, it's like fun for me. Well, you, because you had been doing all of this prep, you already knew a lot more about this than I did. Yeah. What to expect. So you said to me, get this book, get this book. Yeah. I have them right here. Expecting better. Obviously every, everyone knows to get that. You, you said get blood builder minis. Yep. Blood builder minis. I got that. Yep. Like you were kind of my guide. Oh. And then because you were going to the doctor more often because you of your IVF, yeah. you would come back from your appointment and go, okay, this is what she told me this. And I go, okay. And then I would do that. Yeah. Because, I learned so much. Yes. Because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. None of us do. I didn't realize there was so much involved. There's so much involved. I didn't even know how to get pregnant. I had to fucking figure it out. We could probably do a whole episode on like fertility. But yeah, yeah, it was a total journey. When we went into it, I always anticipated. So I was diagnosed with PCOS in high school. Remember when my appendix ruptured? And you had ovary stuff too. Yeah, so I had ovarian cyst. I hadn't had my period in like 10 or 11 months. Oh my god! And you know, in Texas, like we never talked about that stuff. Oh yeah. It was like, you have, it was shame. Yes. You hide it. No yes. one ever, if you got caught with a tampon. I mean, women's cool. reproductive issues no. were off the table. We, in yeah. fact, I mean, it was Texas. Like my mom wouldn't even let me wear tampons. Like it was. <gasps> wow. 
Yeah, I had to Nobody even helped me. I had to figure it out on my damn own. I had to fight for that. Well, you know who taught me how to use a tampon? Erica Ransom. Oh, nice. Yeah, thanks, Erica. Shout out to Erica Ransom. I, I don't know. think you listen to Nancy Butte, but like I, I see her pop up every once in a while. She got tattoos. She's, oh, she's like fucking cool. cool. She was always cool. Good for her. Isn't that random? I remember yeah, that. It is. So I had to learn on my own. I remember I literally had a one way too big. I had the paper spread out. I was shoving it in, crying. Yeah. I mean, nobody. It was like no nobody was there to help me. Anything. Yes. So I didn't have my period for a long time, and I didn't tell my mom. But what was really happening is PCOS. I wasn't ovulating, so I wasn't having a period, and yeah. my ovaries were like the size of. Tennis balls. Oh, they were huge. Yeah. I had a cyst rupture on my right over. I remember that. In the middle of the day, like yeah. in UIL theater rehearsal in like third period. Yeah. I fell over in class and was like, I'm going to die. And yeah. everyone's like, okay, Yunkin, right. you're a little dramatic. Why don't you That's go brush cute. your perfect hair? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go cry it out. And I was like, no, something's like legitimately wrong. Yeah. And so my mom picked me up and took me to the doctor. And I, I was like in love with my doctor, so I was excited because Dr. Lopez was a real hottie. Mm. This and is just your like regular doctor, just my not regular a OB. doctor. Okay. No, just my regular doctor. And he was feeling around. He's like, I think you have appendicitis. And I was like, oh, great. Yeah. And I did. I had a pelvic infection. My cyst mm. had ruptured. Another oh. one popped later that night. I had appendicitis, so I ended up having an emergency appendectomy, and they basically like drained. I had a laparoscopic surgery, so they drained my ovaries. They took pictures of everything. Oh. And my mom, people would come see me in the hospital, and my mom would just like show them the photos. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Oh. I missed driver's ed and got yeah. my ended up getting my driver's license late because of this. It was a whole ordeal. But I always knew or anticipated that maybe when it came time to get pregnant that I might need a little bit of extra help mm-hmm. or hormones or just some sort of intervention of some kind. But my PCOS had resolved itself. And actually, when I got off the pill in 2019, it took a while for my hormones to kind of reset. But it, my doctor essentially said, I think you've aged out of mm-hmm. your hormonal imbalances. You have no PCOS symptoms. You don't have endo. You have nothing. Everything looks perfect. So we're good. We start trying. And we tried and then it got kind of hard because I took a job where I had to go to New York. I had to commute to New York for like six, seven months. And so I kept missing my ovulation Mm -hmm. window, Mm -hmm. which is very small. Yeah. People don't realize. Mm -hmm. And so it took some time and then COVID happened. And Dylan and I had done lots of tests and all the doctors were like, no, you'll be fine. You can get pregnant. And it just wasn't happening. And then November of 2020, I had a very short pregnancy, mm-hmm. like two or three weeks. And frankly, not even enough time to really know that I was like for sure pregnant and what was going on until that pregnancy miscarried. And that was weirdly traumatic. And I don't think I really processed it till later because in the moment I was just like, ah, this is feels well, you've bad. been working so hard. Right. And – and so I was very like, and it was COVID times right. I and mean, we were still isolated. Yeah, weird. it was hard. And, and so after that, I was like, okay, I need, I've been trying naturally for however many months now, since March, we need to go back and kind of get checked out and see what's going on again. Everything's fine. No yeah. issues. How Everyone crazy. looks perfect. Your uterus is the perfect triangle. It's so like, interesting. Cause I hear the reverse all the time as well. Like, sorry, you can't get pregnant. And then if somebody gets pregnant right. naturally a month right. later, it's like, what? <laughs> so, you know, there's all sorts of things you can try. I feel so grateful. My doctor, Dr. Carrie Wambach, reproductive partners, medical group in Beverly Hills, probably the hero of my life. Yeah. One of the greatest women I've ever met. I cried the day I graduated from the fertility <laughs> clinic because I'd been with her for a year yeah. 
And she's fabulous and taught me so much. And the way she set up the process of our treatment and the things we tried was perfect for me. And she did, because she made so many amazing decisions, I only had one egg retrieval and I did one transfer. And I feel so grateful for Mm -hmm. that. It took a lot of testing. I did a mock cycle and we weren't even planning on doing IVF. Yeah. But because we were supposed to move to Singapore. Remember? Mm -hmm. So we're supposed to move overseas for my husband's job. And we were talking to the insurance company to find out, okay, in six months when we move, what kind of coverage are we going to have in Singapore? And they give us everything. My birth would have only cost like $60 in Singapore. But your fertility coverage gets cut. Mm. So we were like, oh no, if we need to do it, because they weren't telling us you need to do this. They were saying- Let's try a couple of other things, like try these pills, or how about this injection, or maybe we'll time it. How about an IUI or three IUIs? And we were just kind of- You never did the IUI? I did one IUI. Yeah. I did one, and it didn't work. And I think it's because- Is that where they put all the sperm and something and kind of shove it in you? in a catheter, and they just just inject it into you. Yeah. I didn't- Yeah, we did one, and it didn't take, and we could not figure out what was going on, but- because we were on this timeline, we were like, oh God, we're leaving in June. It's February. We should, maybe let's just do an egg retrieval and at least my eggs will be on ice yeah. or embryos will be on ice in case we need them. Right. right. So we kind of did it as a precautionary measure. That egg retrieval is not for the faint of heart. If you're thinking about freezing your eggs, I highly recommend it. But I really, you really need to understand the process. Yes. Some people, it's super simple and easy. I actually overstimulated my follicle development. So I had 17 eggs, which is an amazing catch. Yes. However, if you have more than 15, A, they won't do a live transfer. Like they won't do your IVF transfer the same month, which is called a live transfer because your ovaries need time to calm down. So they have, you have to live with those eggs in you for a month? No, no, no. They took those eggs out, got it, got but it, your it. ovaries are huge. Got it, got it. So they have to wait for your ovaries to shrink Condense. back down. Yeah. You're also at risk for ovarian torsion, which is where your tubes and ovaries kind of get twisted. So Oof. like you can't, I couldn't work out for a couple of weeks. I couldn't lift weights. Like it's really crazy. My recovery from that I was expecting it to be like two days, really simple. It was a week. I was out down for the count. It was rough. And then I had to wait a few months. Then we did a mock cycle. Our move to Singapore in this time got pushed. Mm -hmm. So we had a little more time. So Dr. Wambach recommended we do a mock cycle where you, you know, kind of go through the process of prepping your uterus for the uh, embryo transfer. Mm -hmm. Because your lining has to be a certain thickness. kind of has to be like, life is a miracle. Honestly, yes. the conditions have to be yes. perfect yes. for it to work. Which, again, coming back to what you said, we're miracles walking around, yes, frankly. Because it's, in, it's incredible. Truly. So you have to get your uterus ready. You have to do the progesterone injections, which are the gnarly ones in your hip. The ones for egg retrieval you do in your tummy, and those needles are tiny. Oof. And it was yeah, not a big deal. Tummies, tummy injections, that sounds really painful, You know, it, the progesterone in your butt is way worse. Yeah. And you don't know going in that if it works, you have to do like 80 of them. Yeah. They just don't tell you that right. conveniently. Yeah. Shots, shots, I know. Shops, I was shops, so lucky shops, that shops. I had friends who had been through IVF who had really, I'm so grateful for them, like really guided me. My friend Natalie, especially, like just really helped me prep for what to expect. Because it was not easy. It was rough. Yeah. So then we did a mock cycle. And in the mock cycle, they do something called an endometrial receptivity analysis, an ERA test. And there are also a few other tests and biopsies you can get on your uterus at that time that are fairly new and not covered by insurance. So a lot of people don't get them because they are 
very new to the market. They've mm-hmm. only been around for three, four years. However, I think, and my doctors think in several years from now, they'll be standard because this one test in particular uncovers uh, a specific gene marker that some women carry, and they think that might be the secret to unlocking a lot of infertility problems in women that we just can't see. Yeah. So what that test does, I mean, honestly, listen, that biopsy day was one of the worst days ever because it's like having surgery with no anesthetic and there's Mm. like three people in your vagina Mm. and a bunch of scraping going on. It was really rough. I cried during that one. I'm so grateful she pushed me to get that test. And of course that I was able to to pay for it and have it. And that showed that I have this thing called BCL6, which a lot of women carry. It's not endometriosis, but it's the gene that causes endometriosis. Hmm. That gene can also cause elevated levels of testosterone in your uterine lining. And so she's like, I think that maybe if you do have some trace elevated testosterone in your lining, that might have been the cause of your miscarriage and Mm -hmm. could be the reason that you're... IUI didn't take or your Mm -hmm. pregnancy, you know, it's not happening. So why don't we treat that for two months and then we'll do a transfer? And I was like, great, let's do it. Yeah. And it worked. Wow. So I'm so- So that test was horrific, but in the end, worth it. Worth it because it's what showed me. And if anybody's listening to this, who's considering IVF or going through IVF right now, one of the things I really learned in this process is that some doctors use retrievals and transfers as a laboratory test. test. Mm And that's really not the best method, in my opinion. Well, especially if you only have five embryos on ice, it's like, why roll the dice with them? Especially for that. And sometimes insurance, like for our insurance, it only covers two retrievals and two transfers in a lifetime. So you better... And they're... How much are they without? 30 grand? Oh, it's really pricey. It depends on the kind of cocktail of things, right? That you get surrounding it. It's very expensive out of pocket. And we still spent quite a bit, even with coverage. Right. Because we opted to do lots of testing that's not covered. And I'm just so grateful that Dr. Wambach did not do that. She did not use retrievals and transfers as test. She tested. Right. You know, she helped me put it all in perspective and understand it's worth waiting this cycle to do this test because in three months from now or four months from now, right, what right. we might get. And I'm really grateful for that because if we had kind of raced to do it, I don't think we would have been as successful. And then the transfer day was one of the best days ever because the retrieval day was really rough. Yeah. <laughs> the transfer day was so amazing. I, I can't, I wasn't expecting, it's a medical procedure. I was yeah. expecting it to be kind of be boring and weirdly clinical. I was surrounded by these really supportive, amazing women in the office. Dylan was there. I wore my pink headband and a pink <laughs> mask. I knew we were having, getting a girl. Yeah. We had 12 embryos and our top three strongest embryos mm-hmm. they rate you know they test and grade them we're all girls so basically have a spice girls group going on basically yeah i mean are we surprised no no so it's that long toe yeah i know <laughs> so we were really pumped and and you literally get to watch it on the screen you got to watch it on the screen yeah. i felt like i was in a movie they had these very cinematic theatrical lights in the operating room and of course dun, your dun, legs dun, are up dun, in the dun, air dun, yeah it was great dun dun dun, dun, dun. It felt really, it was really cool. Yeah. And then the long wait, you wait 11 days. Which on Friends, when Phoebe got her transfers for her brother, first, spoiler alert, have you never seen Friends? No, I know. I'm just trying to remember. She had her, she had her, she was the surrogate for her brother. Yes. Right. 
It literally was like she went to the hospital, they put the egg in her, and she took the test that night. No. Which we know is not true now. It's 11 or 12 days, and it's a blood test, not a pee test. Yeah. And they're checking your HCG. And if it's at a certain level, great. But, like, don't get too excited yet because you have to go back, like, every other day for the next week to make sure that it's doubling. And, yeah, it was just so exciting. And I think the other thing I learned through that process is that attitude is really important Mm -hmm. and because this whole process could really wear you down it can and i've seen it wear friends Mm -hmm. of mine down and it wore me down a few times but what i try to remind myself because you go to that clinic twice a week usually sometimes more like blood test every week yes needles in and out poking you here there wherever yeah you get the stick which is (laughs) i call it getting the stick yeah it's it's a camera up your cooch yep vaginal ultrasound every week I mean, it's a lot. It's extremely invasive. It's tiring and time consuming. And then all the shots and the hormones oh, yeah. and always just being hormonal, crying like, quickly. Yeah. Just having to deal with the weight gain. IVF weight gain is really difficult because you retain tons of water. Um, Again, things nobody talks about. Yeah. I remember being like, oh, maybe I'll do IVF so I can have twins. <laughs> and I gave you this look like, yeah. oh, Christ, Jackie. <laughs> you fucking <Okay>. bitch. <laughs> Please don't. Yeah. But I'm so grateful to have had the ability to do it. Mm -hmm. Everyone thinks on the next one we won't need it. And I'm like, I'm not doing this again. Yeah. But the doctors are like, well, now that you've kind of been through it, you're probably just Everyone says you have blindness, pregnancy blindness. Like you forget about the whole experience again. Oh, I'm sure we have have to because why would anyone have another one after this? I just keep thinking that. I'm like, why would anyone choose to do this again? But it must be incredible. It must just be the most incredible thing. It must be. Yes. Let's talk about it again this summer. Okay. We'll feel different. Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. But you know what? I tried to remind myself every time I had to go to that clinic, which luckily is around the corner from my house, I just kept reminding myself, I'm so lucky I get to do this. I'm so grateful. And it's only worth doing this if I'm going to do everything they tell Mm -hmm. me to do. Mm -hmm. And outside of the clinic, I need to be eating well, Mm -hmm. exercising. I had a nutritionist, a trainer. I wasn't the fittest I've ever been. But I worked really hard on becoming extremely strong. Mm -hmm. And I just made sure that like I did my part. Yep. And I constantly was like, you're so lucky. You need to just lean into this. Yes. And I think that helped me a lot to get through it. And that's what I've advised some of my friends who are thinking about going through the process Mm -hmm. is it can be very challenging. It is very challenging. But if you walk into it every single day feeling gratitude for the opportunity to do it and the access to it, it really changes the experience. Yes. And now here we are and I'm like, you know, yeah. my baby's getting Pregnant me. as fuck. I know. Well, my pregnancy was a little different. Basically, I just had sex. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then showed up at the fabric store and they were like, I'm pregnant. And I was like, I can't even have one thing. Just one thing for myself, Jackie. I, I listen, you're, but you're one of the reasons that I wanted to start trying because I was like, I oh, what if I have to go through that too? Yeah, because it's a long process and you kind of watched me right. go through it. So anyway, and now here we are. But my Gemini wanted to be here. We're both having Gemini, yeah. which is terrifying. Yeah. But yeah, it was pretty amazing. And I don't want to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> I won't even go into the injections. That's rough. Yeah. There are so many women listening that have either gone through IVF or are going through it right now or are going to go through it. So that is why I'm so grateful that you were so candid about this. Yeah, of course. That it hasn't really been discussed on Nat I know people oh, really? who have had it. Allison Rosen has had it. She, we didn't talk about it on Nat She talks about it on her show, but 
I think it's, it's really so important. important because again, look at me. I used to be like, oh, I'll get it if I need a big deal. Right. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know how hard it was. I didn't know the pain. I didn't know the shots. I didn't know the long process. The it disappointments. takes a lot of stamina. Yes. I think is what I would tell people. Yes. You have to really be like in it for the long haul. Yeah, people don't talk about it very much. And I didn't really tell anybody either until I kind of broke down after I had that biopsy. And I was like, I need to tell people I'm doing this because my family didn't know. Mm -hmm. A lot of my friends didn't know. And I felt like I was kind of being crushed under the weight of work and friend expectations. Also how isolating. And it was very isolating. And then again, all you see on Instagram is people getting pregnant and people having babies and 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 so you compare yourself and get frustrated and... Exactly. So I decided I'm going to write a really personal post and share it. And I cannot tell you the overwhelming Mm -hmm. amount, A, of outreach from women who are like, I've done this, I've been through this, or I'm thinking about doing it. Or from just my friends and family saying, we're so proud of you. We had no idea, but what can we do to support you? I never felt more supported Mm -hmm. and it just reinforced to me that it's okay to be vulnerable about that stuff. And now I'll talk about it to anybody. Well, I'm so glad because again, I just, I knew nothing about it. I know there's plenty of people out there who feel the same way. And the more we talk about it, the more educated everyone's going to be and the options. I mean, if you're listening right now and you've always wanted a baby and it's just not working out and you don't know where to turn now, you have some information. Yeah. Educate yourself. And I think What I loved about the process is that every week, I mean, I'm a data junkie. I get all this information, the test, I'm looking at my blood results. We're looking at follicle development. We're looking at thickness of my uterine lining. Things that I've never even thought about, to be honest. I've never thought about my uterine lining my damn life. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you will be in a couple of months. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I'm going to see it. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, it was amazing. I love that information because information is empowering. Yes. Yes. When people say knowledge is power, I always thought that was really cliche. It really is. It is. Because all that information helped me make really informed decisions with my doctor. And the result was fantastic, but I loved the info. And so I say, go out there. I had this talk yesterday, the girl who was doing my facials, like, I think I might freeze my eggs. And I'm like, okay, let me tell you how this works and what the benefits are of doing it. And she was kind of expressing her concern. And I just kept saying, it's your body Mm -hmm. and information is power. So if you want to do this, you should do it yeah. no matter if your boyfriend doesn't want you to or right. whatever. Don't listen to anyone else. No, don't listen to anyone. Yes. Especially. Don't listen to your mom. No. Your boyfriend. No. Don't listen your to your coworker. Boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't listen to your boyfriend ever. Ever. Fair to say. About anything. That's a blanket truth on Like if he view. wants to have an opinion, yeah. he can make a commitment right, and have right. an opinion. But yeah, yeah. I just told her, get it done right now. Right. Go and do it now. And you'll have the info. Right. And you'll know what you're working with. And that is all that information gives you peace of mind. And if you're in LA, you got to go to Dr. Wambach. 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 W-A-M-B-A-C-H. I know several other women who have gone to her as well. I know she's incredible. Yeah. And I have the good OB too, Dr. Morrison. Yeah. Oh God, I love her too. Well, be careful because then you're never going to get an appointment if all the honeys go to work. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm in. I'm already in. Yeah, I'm yeah. grandfathered. I've been seeing That's her for true, yeah. 12 years. Yeah. So we're, we're You're getting your appointment. Oh yeah. I see her all the time. Laura... We're going to have to end this episode, but before we end it, we are going to play the grab bag of fun. Are you excited? I don't know what this is. Well, even though technically you get to do the grab bag of fun every time you come over here, but this is the grab bag of fun. Time to get excited for the grab bag of fun. Yeah. What's going to be inside it? 
a little throwback to the Blink-182 era of my life with that one. So the grab bag of fun is sitting next to you, Laura. It's in this beautiful pink bag. Oh, this one? Yes. That is an El Cholo's Kid bag. They're hand-weaved bags Beautiful. from recycled plastic in Mexico. Very exciting. Everybody check out elcholoskid.com. Use code NASH to get a, a discount. They're gorgeous bags. Isn't that bag so up your alley with the color? I'm, I'm jealous. I yeah, love it. It's beautiful. So here's how Grab Bag of Fun works. Every in-person guest on Natch Butte gets to play the Grab Bag of Fun. However, I just recorded with Dre, my friend Dre. She didn't do the Grab Bag of Fun, <gasps> but she's really sensitive and allergic to everything. And I just didn't feel like dealing with, okay. you know, she would have hated everything in there. So it's oh. Dre, if you want to come back over and dig through my shit, you can't. But here's the Grab Bag of Fun. Here's how it works. You stick your hand in. Anything you grab, you get to keep. Now, some things are shitty. Some things are great. You can grab low, you can grab high, you can mess, move around, you can do all kinds of shit. See, now you're looking. You're not allowed to look. That's the thing. You can't know what you're grabbing. Oh my God. Okay. You, you can't know. You just have to stick your hand in, pull it around, and pull out whatever you get to keep. And that's the grab bag of fun. Got it. All right. So I'm going in. Yes. I just want to. So if there's a couple things in there that it's fine, I might guide you a little bit. It's not a total crapshoot. Should I be. Feeling around for an individual product or a box? What do you think? Uh, Whatevs? I mean, I don't know. What, what, what are you looking for today? What are you looking to get? Honestly, you give me so much good shit, Jackie. Yeah. Like, you really don't need anything. I, no, but if the, if But this, you could re-gift. I can. And like this... Is this... I can't, I'm not looking. Uh-huh. Is that a good one? Uh-huh. Okay. It That's feels a good one. like a good one. And I can use it now? Yes, you can. Okay, should I look at it? Yep. I knew it. I knew this was going to be this. <laughs> so you got me. On tell everybody plan. what. Tell everybody what it is, and it's, get on the mic a little bit more. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's the stomach. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you can scoot the microphone up. I can. Yeah. This is the Osea Ocean Cleanser, which mm-hmm. I do not have. Yeah. Have you used it before? I have not. Yeah. The Osea stuff, like that body oil, mm-hmm. has changed my life, mm-hmm. and I'm so itchy right now mm-hmm. because our bodies are stretching, mm-hmm. and so I just slather myself in that stuff. Mm-hmm. But you have given me some good Osea. Yep. And so I really appreciate it, and yep. I felt the weight of this. And, and you went. said this is expensive. This is going to be good. Yeah. I can't wait. Thanks. Osea Ocean Cleanser in the Grab Bag of Fun. Thanks, Osea. I will say, they sent me stuff specifically for the Grab Bag of Fun. Aww. Osea's the best. They are. You've got, you have such great brand partners. Yeah. And I appreciate it because I've benefited from yeah. it. And you've also gotten me on some new brands, like yeah. new products. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about your regimen next episode because Great. we have now gone an hour. Sorry. We had to talk about our hometown. We had to talk about IVF. I know, but it's like really a whole ep on IVF and donuts, but hey, it's who we are. I love it. Okay, great. To be honest, I fucking love it. So next episode, we will now be discussing design. Yeah. And Glam Texas products. Yeah. Well, the honeys put in great design questions. And if there's even more, then we might do a mini to finish up. That we'll sounds see. fun. Also, I, I ordered think, lunch. You might have to stay. I know. I think when the house is done too, yeah. we should do like a little video tour. Oh yeah. Well, okay. I've been trying to get a blog. Oh yeah. But it so far not, not hadn't bit. You know, we're gonna do apartment it therapy. Said my house was too big, and just so everybody knows, my house isn't big. I'm surprised they said that. Yeah. But the podcast studio is small. Yes, that's true. They said they like very. Listen, I went from a one bedroom apartment 
to a bigger house. Fair. But the house is 1,800 square feet. It's not like I'm in a damn mansion. Yeah, it's, but it's great. It's beautiful. Yes. And when it's completely finished, which we're getting close, yes. we should do a little video tour and kind of talk about yes. all the different things. Because I want everybody to see the merging of what I call Wacky Jackie yeah. and Bougie Ben. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we've done here. And I'm very proud. I love that. So tune in next time yeah. on Natch Butte. You know what I start calling Ben? I call him Zenjamin. <laughs> well, yeah, he is very into the Zen stuff. Yeah. Well, but... he just, when we were in Hawaii, there's something people probably don't know about Ben. Maybe they do because it's come up on Natch Butte. Ben is very affected by sound baths, meditations, crystals. Oh. Sound baths, he starts going back in time to his childhood. Like, it, they really deeply affect him. Interesting. When we went into a crystal store in Encinitas, he literally started getting dizzy <laughs> from the energies. And then in Hawaii, we did all these little wellness because our <gasps> sensei, Lanai, where we stay, right. is all about wellness. We I did know. all these little wellness things. And he was like meditated out. And I'm like, you're Zenjamin. Oh, He's that's Benjamin. so interesting. Yeah, right? One of my new projects is with a wellness brand oh. and creating like a super high-end immersive experience that's about kind of rooted in that wellness yeah. space. We should talk about that. Because yes. Ben would be like my perfect test subject. Yes, let's throw him in. I'm in. All okay, right, sounds can't good. can't wait. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. You deserve to be happy. Yeah, I'm talking to you. And don't forget to cream your neck and keep your fringe trash floor. Do I even need to ask? Do you cream your neck? Of course. And you don't have bangs currently, but... But I did. And you Epic. kept them fresh. All the time. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what to do And oh honey I get kind of shaky When Jackie J mentions you I just lose my cool This is so high for me <laughs> Friends tell me Something has come over me And I think I know what it is I think I'm in love I think that I'm in love with Hatchfield I've been oiling up my ass When it tells me better in my head. I've been practicing. I just, you know, listen, I haven't warmed up.